This is the Let Get Discussion Podcast. Get me, Atari. Sorry, Miss Channing. You gonna slam dunk me, Atari? The Atari video computer system is 20 cartridges with 1,300 game variations you play on your own TV set. Don't just watch television tonight. Play it. What's up, everybody? Thank you for downloading and streaming and sharing and, and, and whatever else you're doing with the show. It's eclectic. Um, you already saw what we're talking about today. It's this... If you are if you're alive, I gotta say that now. If you are alive, if you're outside, or for this case, inside, early 80s, arcades, the Atari. Come on. The Atari. Um most people are familiar with the 2600. Um, people didn't really fuck with the 5200. Uh but for for the gamers. This is the original. I mean, not the original, original, because we had the handhelds, but the the Atari 2600 came out in 77. But they didn't even call it that. They didn't call it the 2600 until 82. The 82, because 82 is when the 5200 came out, and they needed to call the previous joint something, because it was just VCS. The video cartridge system or video control system or some shit. The VCS was the wood grain one. But, you know, so if you see the old school wood grain joint, you know that they got the original original. Because the the, the Atari had six switches on the front. And then they moved to having four. Which is why, see, a lot of people don't know about the, the two switches that they moved from the front, they moved it to the back. It was difficulty switches. And so, <laughs> when you plan somebody, if they don't know, especially if they don't know that those switches exist, because a lot of people just get the thing, put it in the cartridge, start playing. They don't really pay attention to the system. I did. So, it was difficulty switches on the back that you could turn. So, you had player one, player two. So, if you plan somebody, and you flip their difficulty switch, all of their shit start moving slower. And oh, it is, it's not so good. And then you can beat them. So, you know, difficulty switches on the back. So, the 2600, when it came out, was $199. And then, like, the cartridges. It was wild because it depended on what the game was. Because the games was like anywhere from forty to fifty dollars, but sometimes you can get them for twenty five dollars. It just depends. Then, then Sears, Sears had their own fake Atari. Um, <laughs> it was just the Sears system. You, you just go to somebody's house and be like, "Ah, oh, y'all broke. You got the Sears joint." It was the exact same thing, but they rebranded it and, and sold it. I never really understood what was going on back then. Um, but me, I started with an Atari 400. Shut up. That doesn't mean I'm super broke, even though we were. The Atari 400 was a computer. 
So I had a Atari 400, uh, and that joint was $550 at the time. I didn't know because we were poor, but my father spoiled me. So, so that was a computer, an 8-bit computer. The, so the 400 came out in 79. They, they had uh, CES way back then crazy um so it had so the, the the computer had a little cartridge thing up top had a keyboard on it none of this stuff was like detachable it was all in one piece um it had four joystick ports in the front and it was better see i didn't know but it was better than the 2600 the 2600 came out two years before See, the Atari 400 computer came out after, and it had better graphics and speed and everything, but everybody had the 2600. And me just thinking, nah, I want what everybody else got. I was like, yo, I need, I need 2600. But it was bugged out because when you put in like Centipede or Pac-Man in my computer, it looked like the arcade. And then when you put in Pac-Man on the 2600, you're like, yuck. Shit is terrible. <laughs> now, now y'all brokies. Because, yeah, but early Atari wasn't shit. Like the 77 version, Space Invaders didn't even drop until 1980. And Pac-Man didn't come out till 82. So just getting like seven, giving the uh, 2600 when it came out, when you playing Pong, you wasn't dope. Nobody, I mean, actually you was dope because you didn't have Pong. At home, you gotta think about it. At home though, I don't know. The 2600, like, we, we grew up, it, it was the arcade era where you would go to the arcade, get your quarters, your case quarters, and you put them in and play. And then when it was like, yo, you can play video games at home, like that. And for most people, like I said, it was a 2600. It was the first joint. But it was so different from the arcade. Like, the graphics and everything was so different. But, you know, you, you still get to play at home. <laughs> so, it was like, whatever. Um, so, then television came out. The same time as the 2600, and then television was killing the 2600 in graphics, but that joint was like 280, and it had the weird numbered pad, you know, it was it was not dope. But the ColecoVision games, oh, I mean not the ColecoVision, television games, crazy. And then the 5200, Atari released that, and then the ColecoVision. So the ColecoVision was a problem because they came with the better graphics and then they had a little joint in the front that lets you play the Atari 2600 games too. And then they got sued by Atari. (laughs) It was basically um, like if if, if, if Google dropped something and was like, yeah, all the Apple stuff you could use that over here too. And Apple like, nah. <laughs> Give us our shit back. But so so ColecoVision had a joint in the front where you could play Atari 2600 games. You could play the ColecoVision games. And and they had they had the steering wheel controller. 
with the little gas pedal thing that the number pad thing the legal vision was a problem the 5200 that Atari tried to come out with to, you know, go against ColecoVision, it just it had a start and a pause, but you couldn't pause every game. It was just for certain games you could do shit. That shit got discontinued in like two years. You couldn't even, Atari made it, and you couldn't even play the 2600 games on the Atari. That's why they was pissed off and started suing. Anyway, let's get to the game. Enough of that. Enough, enough of the console wars of uh, 82. On my 400, I rocked the hell out of Centipede. I also had this um, Star Raiders game that was mad hard to understand. And because back then, even if you had the, the, the manual, you didn't know what you were doing. Games were simple enough that it was like, oh, you just go and get that. But... When they put some intricate shit in there, you didn't know. But I played what uh, on other people's uh, 2600. I specifically remember my parents would go and visit their friends who had kids, and their kids got the 2600. And somehow, when my mother and father go visit these people, the kids was never around. And their parents would be like, "Look, hey, you can go in there and play one of those video games or whatever they got if you if you bored." You know, while, you know, we doing adult stuff, I go in there and have a ball. Because, <laughs> oh no, they had all the games. It was, it was, it was a fucking great time. So, on this show, I thought, first thing I'm going to do, well, I already did the first thing. But what I'm going to do, I'm going to give you my top 10 Atari games. My top 10 Atari games on the Atari 2600. Um, we can also include ColecoVision uh, 7800 because it was all the same games back then. It was just better graphics. Um, so at 10, 10, we're going to go with Defender. Now, Defender Defender felt like the grown-up game. It was like when I saw it, I was like, man, I, you're moving this, the, 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 the plane, the jet, and it's mad fast. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm, not, really, I'm not really up on moving this guy and then shooting while moving. It was, it was tough. Um, I specifically remember like World 4 something. It was just incredibly hard. And then I didn't get like the the, the, the things was dropping down. You had to catch them and shoot the other. Defender was crazy, but it was still fun. Um, nine Space Invaders. Space Invaders was great because the different pace. And then you had your barriers, you had the things you could you could shoot then hide behind. And I enjoyed I enjoyed Space Invaders. Space Invaders was more like um, slower centipede with, with less hat with, with less hazards. So we'll we'll roll with that one. Then eight Mario Brothers. And Mario Brothers is not Super Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers, for the people that know, the people that were playing in the arcade, know that it was just the basic um, level, looked like um, uh, Donkey Kong without the ladders, and and it had the PAL button in the middle, and you would just go in and, and, and punch and flip over the, 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 the turtles and then kick them off the, out the way and, and, and 
try to clear the board. Something's coming up, the plumbing for Luigi's in a bind. Giant turtles out to get him, creepy crabs are right behind. Fireflies, jeepers, shites, they're all coming out the pipes. Mario, where are you? It's Atari Mario Brothers with Mario from Donkey Kong, his brother Luigi, and lots of crazy creatures. And it's twice the fun when two play at once, because you need all the help you can get. Mario, where are you? Mario Brothers, new from Atari. Well, that, oh, that was a fun game. Because you could play, that was one of the only ones you could play two-player, and you are on the same team. You're trying to, you know, but every now and then you, like, bounce on their head, too. Um, so, eight, Mario Brothers. Seven, seven, I'm a cheat. I'm a cheat, number seven, because seven, I'm going to say all the sports games. The original sport games, the boxing joint, the boxing joint where it's the black um, guy and the white guy, and it's the overhead, and they just got their arms out, and you got to line it up to punch them in the nose. <laughs> I had a ball playing that game. And it didn't matter if, what, which color it was. It was just player one or player two, even though you could flip the difficulty switch on the back and make it a hard time for whoever you're fighting. Um, what I didn't know initially was if you hit them a hundred times, that was a knockout. And then it was just whoever had the most hits at the end. That was a, a, a split decision, a time limit decision. So, but... That was fun. Um, basketball, the basketball where it was one-on-one -on -one and used basically two stick figures and the ball was a square because they couldn't do circles on Atari. You were just shooting, you were shooting cursors, you were shooting pixels. Um, that was fun I mean, because you gotta understand this is all we had. It was, it was either that or go outside and if it was raining, you know, all right. Let's, let's play stick figure basketball. That joint, that joint was mad whack, but it was fun at the time. Um, and then football, but not the regular football and not the, um, it was another football game. It's super challenge football. It was the black cartridge. It was it was like the skinny cartridge and it was, then it got wider so you could, Super Challenge Football, the black cartridge where you had the whole team and you could play. That that was that was fun. It was no special teams. It was no. It was like a lot of shit you couldn't do. It wasn't no kicking. Each touchdown was seven points. But oh, that was great. Then six. Now six should be higher. I'm gonna say that six should be higher. Six. Is the game that can't? It was the the Super Mario Brothers Duck Hunt of Atari. The game that came with the system. The game that gave you so much combat. Combat was crazy. Um, I had I don't know how many games combat had in one, um, but you had the tanks. So when you, when you fought with the tanks, you had two tanks. They were opposite sides of the screen, and you had different ways you could set up barriers. And you could hide behind them or, or go around them. You were trying to shoot out the tank. And then 
the 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 highest hits at the end of the round or the end of the time was the winner. But you could play straight shots, you could play guided missiles, and then you could play tank pong, where you would shoot and and the shots would bounce and ricochet off the walls and the barriers. So you had to play some strategy and some geometry. But then you had an invisible tank where <laughs> you would be invisible and you would only be visible after you shot for like a second and when you got hit. This shit was crazy. You would just sit up and play fucking tank pong was the best because you would just be behind a barrier and then you look in and you aim your shot and then it bounce off three different walls and then hit the oh combat. Then you had the planes. Planes where you had you had straight shots, missiles, and machine guns. And you could either have two planes that moved and shot at the same, or three planes against one super bomber plane, but the bomber plane had a really big missile. So it was like five times the size of the other missiles. But then you had the jets, and the jets were faster, and you had you could go one-on-one, or you could go two-on-two, or you could go three-on-three, and you flying through the clouds and 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 shooting at each other. Combat, combat should be higher, but we're putting that at six. Um, five is on no one's list but mine, and I know this, but five is Joust. I love Joust. Um, you're flying on... Um, what was it ostriches? <laughs> Giant flying ostriches, and 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 then there's eggs. They either lay the eggs or the eggs show up, and you go and get them, and, and you, you, you knock another guy out. And to fly, you had to keep pressing the the, the fire button, and so you had to be nice uh, to keep that up. And then you had to know you had to have a certain rhythm so you could fly and land and stuff. Joust was alright. People sleep on jobs. Um, four, see, four through one. This is a classic territory. Uh, four centipede. Centipede was my shit, especially on the Atari Four Hundred, um, because you can shoot, you shoot the, the, the spiders come by, the scorpion flies by, the centipede, and and in the arcade you had the scroll ball. You didn't have the scroll ball for the Atari Twenty Six Hundred, I think. I want to say ColecoVision had one, and the 5200 had one, I want to say. Um, but nobody was buying uh, the ball just for one game. But Centipede is up there. Got that at number four. Number three, Frogger. Frogger, Frogger might be better than the other two games, but because the strategy... And Frogger, you either got it or you don't. And even though the game does cheat, so this is how it cheats. Because getting across the street, that's easy. Getting across the street is no problem. When you get, when you have to go across the pond, you had the um, the log that would mysteriously disappear, or right when you jump, or the one that would just disappear while you were on it which was bullshit, or when they put the, 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 the killer toad or whatever the fuck 
on it, and then you'd die. Um, also, it made no sense that water would kill a frog. Anyway, so the li- the lily pads that would disappear or all of, all of a sudden not be there. And then when you got to the end, you had to aim it perfect so you could get in the little slot. So that part, that part cheated a lot, but still fun. Very, very fun. Um, two, it's Miss Pac-Man. Two, Miss Pac-Man should be number one. And the only reason why it's not number one is because number one's super classic. But Miss Pac-Man, far superior to Pac-Man. Atari introduces the woman of the year, Ms. Pac-Man. With a style of entertainment that Pac-Man never knew, an endless supply of floating goodies, oranges, pretzels, four different screens, each with different exits and entrances, and the green screen so difficult to reach, you may never see it again. Because Miss Pac-Man, the, the mazes change. The mazes change and it changes colors. And it, it, and it just looked better. Miss Pac-Man was faster. Everything was better on Miss Pac-Man. And number one is Donkey Kong. You know it's Donkey Kong. And Donkey Kong is basic. Miss Pac-Man is better than Donkey Kong, but Donkey Kong is Donkey Kong. So you have to put it number one. And of course, comment, tell me that my whole list is wrong and where I messed up. But um, it was so much fun playing those games, especially when you could play them at home and instead of the arcade. Uh, now, I have some um, honorable mentions, some honorable mentions, and some games I just couldn't get into. Let's go with the honorable mentions first. Honorable mentions, but that was that couldn't make the top 10 breakout breakout was fun cubert cubert was fun cubert looked good but planet was annoying as fuck like because you had the, the different directions that you never had to do on a game before and and you just hop off <laughs> hop off the side not on purpose that was a little stupid but it looked good and then you had to go and do the colors and then come back and do the colors again. And then when you got, I remember I was over somebody's house and I was killing it one day. I got to like where you had to change the color of the cubes like four different times before you ended. I was, I was killing it. No, come on. It had to be something though. They got, it had a cartoon. Um, Popeye. Popeye was also a slept on joint. And <clears throat> on top of that, Popeye was originally gonna be Donkey Kong. But they couldn't get the license or some shit. Because if you look at it, Mario was gonna be Popeye. The princess was olive oil. And Donkey Kong, the gorilla, was Bluto. And they couldn't get the license or whatever the hell. And so then it was like, well, we're just gonna make up some shit. Could you imagine? The entire gaming life would be different if they would've got that license, because because um, that was the first, that was Mario. And if you didn't have Mario, then what was Nintendo gonna, it, that's crazy. But Popeye, the game that actually did come out as Popeye, was okay, you had to you had to get the hearts from olive oil and blue oil, and it was something, and the, the wimpy and the hamburgers, it was something. 
um, super breakout. Pole position. Pole position was not, that did not transfer well. Pole position did not transfer well from the arcade to, to the home joint. But still being able to drive a car at home, it was fun. Donkey Kong Jr. never lived up to Donkey Kong. Um, Galaga and Galaxian, which I always got mixed up. And I believe Galaga is the one that I like the most. I, I don't even remember, to tell you the truth. But those two. <laughs> those two were fun. Those two are better than Space Invaders by far. It's just that Space Invaders is Space Invaders pretty much what it is. It's like um, cream soda does taste better than Coca-Cola, but Coca-Cola is Coca-Cola. And shut up if you're a cream soda hater. Um, Burger Burger Time. Burger Time was fun. Um, going over the, the, the ingredients to make the burger at the bottom and throwing uh, pepper on, on hot dogs and, and eggs that was chasing you. Burger Time was fun. Um, Yars Revenge. I love Yars Revenge. I played Yars Revenge so much. I still have no idea how to play Yars Revenge. I just... See, in the Atari days, you would get cartridges, and then people would get tired of them or couldn't play them or figure them out, so you'd start trading. Like, hey, here... Here, use this, play this. And I threw it in, of course, no manual. And I'm just shooting and then something else happened. And that was the beauty of gaming back then. You just figured shit out. You're like, well, wait a minute. If I keep shooting through this thing and then this thing is moving, what if I try to shoot that? Oh, shit, something happened. I guess that was good because I can keep playing and I went to another level. And that's pretty much how you figured shit out because for the, for the ones that weren't so easy to understand, but I used to play that all the time. I still don't know what I'm doing or what the point of the game is. But it was so much fun when you start figuring some shit out. That's what I'll say. Um, the other thing about the games, well, this is more the arcade side, is when you can see the games being played on Starcade. This is Starcade, TV's first video arcade game show. Starring your favorite video games and some brand new ones being introduced to the public for the first time anywhere. And now, here's your host for Starcade, Jeff Edwards. Starcade was um, a show in 82. And it was a game show centered around arcade games. And so they would have two teams, and in the first round, they'd have a toss-up question, and whoever buzzed in first got the answer. And then whoever got it right got to choose one of the arcade games that they had on stage to play. And they get one minute to get the highest score they could. They just turn it on, say, here, you got one minute, go. And then after that minute, the opponent played the same game for a minute, and the scores was added to the overall score. But then they do the same thing for the next round, and you get 50 seconds. And you couldn't play the same game twice, so you had to play some strategy. So if you saw some stuff on the, on the stage, you saw an arcade game that you was nice at, 
you you might wanna you might wanna wait and not do the minute, but then you're like, damn, if I get a minute, I could crush it, and I'm guaranteed to go to the second round. It was crazy a little bit. And then they had a um, name that game. So whoever was in the lead had to name the video game based on like a really short clip of a game flashing on the screen. So they just flash it and be like, I don't, I don't know, asteroids. And you know, that's what, that's what happened. And then they had a mystery game and a bonus round where you played a game that wasn't selected for the, um, the earlier rounds. You played that for 30 seconds to beat a score. They had a set score. So it was like, hey, 150,000, whatever the hell. You got 30 seconds, see if you can beat it. And then you win like a robot. <laughs> and the only other thing that I remember is the game Sinistar. Yeah, Sinistar. It was always on there, and no one wanted to play it. And it was like one guy was like nice at Sinistar. I don't know. But gaming back in the early 80s was crazy. Um, before I get out of here, I had a list of games that I couldn't get into. So these are games I played, and I just... Uh, Crystal Castles. Crystal Castles was on that uh, Starcade. I never... I couldn't get into Crystal Castles. Um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spider-Man and He-Man. Like, for them to have games. And G.I. Joe had to get on Atari. It just wasn't, it wasn't what it should have been. Um, Pac-Man Jr. or Jr. Pac-Man. That wasn't the shit. That wasn't the shit at all. Spy Hunter. Spy Hunter didn't get dope until Nintendo. Um, Millipede. Somehow, Millipede, Millipede should have been like what Galaga and Galaxian was, uh, Space Invaders, but I couldn't get into Millipede. Centipede is way better. Um, Berserk. Zaxxon. Zaxxon, I couldn't get into in the arcade, at home, uh, <laughs> anywhere. I don't, the only, the thing that was dope about Zaxxon, it was in 3D, and when you went and played it you they had a thing over the game and it was in 3d that was dope and you were flying you were doing different shit but i i still don't know how what you're supposed to do with that game um kangaroo kangaroo was just stupid but it looked dope because you had a you had a kangaroo with punching glove um boxing gloves so um obviously et et and pac-man killed everything um, shouts to the landfill. I still have my ET Atari cartridge, like right here. Well, actually, it's in the closet, but I still have it. Um, that game was terrible. Um, Kool Aid Man, Kool Aid Man. They used Kool Aid Man was always in the back of the comic books, and they or like in the middle. They have a full page ad about the Kool Aid Man video game. For Atari. You just bust through walls and do something. I, I couldn't get into Kool-Aid, man. And we're not going to discuss uh, Custer's <laughs> If you know, you know. If you don't, I mean, look it up. <laughs> look it up and tell me about Custer on Atari. Um, but that's it. I just wanted to do a show thinking about, you know, back when we played the games at home and having to having the Atari battles that nobody wanted to get get off the sticks. That's the other thing. You know, uh, get off the sticks. And I said, there's no sticks. 
that's where it came from. It came from a toy, joystick. They had video games called, I mean, um, songs called Joystick. And, and songs called Pac-Man. And Pac- <laughs> Man, video games was something back in the day. Anyway, listen, I'm going to get out of here. Next show's coming up soon. In the meantime, in between time, I'm about to uh, go berserk. Appreciation. The fun is back, as you can see, with the 2600 from Atari. Still under 50 bucks, but wait, there's more. There's a stack of new games at the video store. In real sports, boxing, the action's rough. If you're gonna make it, you got to be tough. Midnight Magic is an arcade blast. Like a pinball wizard, you got to be fast. Fire Solaris to protect your base. Then blast off into hyperspace. The fun is back, oh yes siree. New 2600 games from Atari. And with your wrinkled pussy, I can't be a lover.